the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, senior pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is, What is so special about Christmas? Today is Christmas, and most of the world will come to a standstill. Stores are closed, at least most of them are closed, and fewer cars on the highways. I know that this has been difficult for a lot of people who are traveling to get to loved ones at Christmas because of the storm, and many of them will have to remain in airports or in various um, hotels because they have no way to get to where they should be. Families come together to exchange gifts and to enjoy a special meal. And it is amazing that an event that happened over 2,000 years ago can still have such a profound impact on us today. We even date our calendar by that event. Every time we use the word 2022, the reference point is the birth of Jesus Christ. So the question is, what is so special about Christmas? Why is it so important? Let me mention three things that make Christmas such an important event in our lives. First, God came to earth. God came to earth. Listen again to Colossians chapter 1, 15 through 16 from the Living Bible. Christ is the exact likeness of the unseen God. He existed before God made anything at all. And in fact, Christ himself is the creator who made everything in heaven and earth, the things we can see and the things we can't. The spirit world with its kings and kingdoms, its rulers and authorities, all were made by Christ for his own use and glory. It was big news when man walked on the moon, but it was bigger news when God walked on the earth. And not only did God come to earth, but most shocking of all, he came in the form of a human being. 
Jesus' life did not begin at the manger. He existed before creation. In fact, he is the creator of all that there is. He is God, the God-man, both fully God and fully man, who has come to be with us in the flesh. He made you and he made me. And as the Apostle Paul tells us in Philippians chapter 2, 6 and 7, Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. God came into the world the same way everyone does, by being born into it. That shocked the shepherds, that God who created the universe would be so humble and limit himself and come down to earth in human form was something unbelievable. And not only that, but to be born of peasant parents in a stable, in a tiny village, was unthinkable. All of God's plan for humanity was wrapped up in that fragile little infant. Why did he do it? Of all the ways God could have come to earth, why did he come as a baby? Because he came to save us and not to scare us. And nobody is afraid of a baby except Herod. He came in a way that we all could relate to because we all had the experience ourselves. We have all been born. The Bible tells us that Jesus was in every respect a human being. He was born like us. He grew up like us. He worked in a carpenter's shop, so he probably was well, had well-developed muscles. He looked like the average guy. Because he was, he was indeed um, like the average person. The Bible says that while he was here on earth, he was tempted just as we are. He had the same struggles that you and I have. The same temptations, the same desires, the same drives, the same problems. There were times when he was lonely and frustrated. Times when he was tired and hungry and homeless. That means he understands how you and I feel. He experienced what it means to be human. Christmas is not a happy time for a lot of people. Christmas stirs up all kinds of negative emotions for many people. Sometimes grief because of loved ones who are not with us here any longer. Sometimes depression or the fact that another year has passed and we are no different. Some people wanted to get married and didn't. And some people are married and are struggling because things are not getting any better. Sometimes we go through all kinds of trials and tribulations and we feel sad and feel depressed if you feel that way today, Jesus understands. He knows exactly how you're feeling on this Christmas day. Remember, he made you and 
became a human himself. What we and billions of other people are celebrating today is God coming to earth in human form, the most significant event in human history. But that's not the good news. The good news is why he came. And so, secondly, Christ came for our benefit. There are some things we learn about God just by observing nature. For instance, by looking at nature, we can know that God is creative, that he is powerful, that he is organized, that he likes variety, that he likes beauty. But some things we would never know about God except that Jesus Christ came to tell us. For instance, nature does not teach us that God is loving. We only know it through the teaching of the scriptures and because Jesus Christ came, not only to tell us, but to show us. We only, or nature, does not teach us that God is forgiving. Nature does not teach us that God has a plan for our life, that we are not an accident of history, that God puts us on earth for a purpose. Only Jesus can tell us about that. He is the one that lets us know what God is really like. But Christ also came to show us how to really live. The truth is most people aren't really living. They're just existing. They get up in the morning, they go to work, if they have a job, or they go to school, they come home, they watch television or read the newspaper, go to bed, do it all over again for 60, 70, 80 plus years, and then they die. That is mere existence. One of the most famous statements of Jesus is found in John chapter 10 and verse 10, not on your outline, where Jesus said, I have come in order that you might have life, life in all its fullness. Jesus didn't say, I've come to give you a religion. He did not say, I've come to make you more religious. He said, I've come to make you fully alive to teach you the kind of life that God put you on earth to live. And until a person gets connected with his or her creator, then they are not going to live that full life that God intended. But Jesus also came to earth to show us that we can trust God. We don't trust somebody we don't know. The reason many people don't trust God more is that they don't know him well. In fact, the more you know God, the more you are going to trust him, the more you're going to depend upon him and call upon him in times of need for help. But another reason Jesus came to earth is to forgive us of everything we have done wrong. In 1 John chapter 4, 9 and 10, John says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world 
so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Jesus came to earth to die for all the things we have ever done wrong so that we don't have to pay for them, so that we can be forgiven and go scot-free. Now that is called grace. And it's the only way we are going to get into heaven because none of us is perfect. So what a deal. It cost Jesus a lot to do this for us. He left his eternal throne, his kingdom, his home in glory. He limited himself, became a human being. He put up with all of the aches and pains and sufferings that we experience here on earth, even though he was God. He gave his life for us. He died on the cross for you and me. So why did he do that? Because he loves us more than we will ever be able to understand. Christmas is not about Santa Claus. It is about Jesus. But an even greater truth is than that is we are the reason for the season. It is God's gift to you and to me. But thirdly, Christ came so that we can have a personal relationship with God. God knows everything about you and about me. And he wants us to know him and to be our friend. That's the reason he created us and put us on this earth, that we might have a relationship with him. Now, if you miss that, then you have missed the whole reason you were created in the first place, to get to know God on a personal basis, to know him as your father in heaven, to whom you can go at any time and present your needs and your concerns to him. That is the gift of Christmas. Paul says in Romans chapter 5, 8 through 11, God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. Now this is the most wonderful gift you will ever be given. Nothing compares to it. Today, some of you are going to open up a bunch of gifts. Some of these gifts are going to be impersonal. Some are going to be impractical. Some are going to be flat-out cheap. But none of those adjectives apply to God's gift to you. God's gift is personal. It is custom-made for you. 
the angel said, unto you is born a savior. It is personal, it is practical, it is priceless, it is permanent, it will last forever. Where are you going to get a gift like that? Nowhere except from God. If I told you that I have a gift for you and that that gift will solve your biggest problems, heal your deepest hurts, forgive every mistake you've ever made, help you understand the purpose you were put here on earth for, make you a better person, fill your life with confidence and joy and peace, and secure your future in heaven, would you be interested in a gift like that? I think so. So let me ask you a very personal question. If you are not a believer, how many Christmases are you going to go through before you finally accept God's gift to you? Don't let another Christmas go by without accepting and unwrapping God's gift to you. Psalm 17 verse 4 says, Let those who love your salvation exclaim what a wonderful God he is. See, God has a wonderful gift for you because he's a wonderful God. When you fully understand how wonderful this gift is, how incredible, how magnificent, how marvelous, there is only one logical response. Accept it. As Paul tells us in Romans chapter 10, 9 through 11, if you confess that Jesus is Lord and believe that God raised him from death, you will be saved. For it is by our faith that we are put right with God. It is by our confession that we are saved. The scripture says, whoever believes in me will not be disappointed. Some time ago I saw a sign, and I'm sure that you have seen it too, in front of a store which said, under new management. Well, that is what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is a manager of my life and your life. He is Lord. He is calling the shots. He made me and he made you, and he loves us, and he knows what's best for us. So we follow the plan that he put us on this earth to follow. And as Paul tells us in Philippians 2, 9, and 9 through 11, for this reason, God raised him to the highest place above and gave him the name that is greater than any other name. And so in honor of the name of Jesus, all beings in heaven, on earth, and in the world below will fall on their knees and all will openly proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. See, every once in a while, you hear people say, what is the world coming to? Well, I'll tell you, it's going to end one of these days. The Bible says that one day everybody that has ever lived is going to stand before God in a day of judgment. Everyone will be there from every nation, every ethnic group, every language, 
every religion and every age group. And the Bible says that every knee will bow and openly admit or confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every politician will be there, every rock star, every athlete, every person that you can think of now will be there on their knees saying, Jesus Christ is Lord. We are all going to admit it one day. The issue is not whether you're ever going to admit that Jesus Christ is Lord. It's just a matter of when. Even now, either now or later, either now in love or later in regret, when Jesus Christ is your Lord, you can handle anything. So when you are feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling stressed out, remember that Jesus Christ is your Lord. When you feel like you can't cope anymore, remember that Jesus Christ is Lord. When you're lonely and when you're depressed, when you're worried, when you're sad, when you are grieving, remember that Jesus Christ is Lord and has all power in his hands and can do far more for you than you could ever imagine. Or you can say Jesus is Lord when you are discouraged, when you are defeated, when you are tired, when you are fearful, when you are upset. For he is a friend that never forsakes. He is a supply that never quits. He is the deliverer that never disappoints. He is a physician that never changes. He is a joy that never subsides. He is a hope that never fades. He is a rock that never moves. He is a reward that never depreciates. He is the anger, anchor that never fails. And he is the judge that never misjudges. There is just nobody like Jesus. He is Lord. And he is my Lord. Is he your Lord? If he is, then give him praise in the house of God and wherever you are today. Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.